Welcome to Behind the Burner, the sizzling podcast that uncovers the secrets and stories of the culinary world. I'm Chef Zach, a seasoned chef with years of on-the-job experience, and I'm here with my co-host... Chef Randy, a technical high school graduate with a passion for flavors and techniques. Together, we bring you a dynamic blend of practical expertise and formal culinary education. Join us as we go behind the swinging kitchen doors, exploring the techniques, traditions, and innovations that shape the vibrant food and beverage landscape. From fast-paced service to the creative process, We'll share our first-hand experiences and deep dive into the fundamentals of gastronomy. Whether you're a culinary enthusiast, a home cook, or an aspiring chef, this podcast is your backstage pass to the inner workings of the kitchen. Along the way, we'll be joined by renowned chefs, industry experts, and culinary visionaries who will share their insights and stories that will leave you craving for more. Together, we'll ignite your passion, sharpen your skills, and delve into the heart and soul of the food and beverage industry. Let's get ready to get behind the burner. All right, and welcome to episode five. Today is the conversation about finding balance and mindfulness, a type of Zen kitchen. So this is kind of just going to be a rant about how we feel you can make your lives in the kitchen a little bit less stressful, a little bit more organized, because when, when you're organized, you know where things are, and somebody asks you about something, you don't really have to think, because you already know, and you answer. It prevents stress, prevents issues, and unwanted stress that you can prevent for yourself. So Randy, what would you say is a, is a step that you take in your kitchen to try to prevent stress, anger, frustration, and lash outs? Honestly, a big thing that we do uh, where I'm at is uh, we do our pre-shift. We note any major details that need to be done. And then we do three minutes in the walk-in and we organize. We uh, check our labels, make sure nothing's expired. And then we do the same routine on every station. Check your hand sinks, check your towels, check your soap, check your sandy buckets, everything like that. Just so we don't have to make any more decisions than need be because a big thing that is happening with most line cooks is that they do what's something called decision fatigue. Decision yep. fatigue is basically like you're making too many drastic decisions on how to set up your station, how to be organized, and how to just punch through. And it just draws you thinner and thinner and thinner throughout the entire dinner service. And that way, if we do this whole routine day in, day out, make it part of just like a robotic thing, it deletes any sort of decisions you have to do make or do or anything like that. And that's why we do it. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. You know, I like to start with or start off with your underclothes of your uniform, uh, your chef coat, right? I like to get two, three packs of the same nice shirt. You know, I think it was like Fruit of the Loom or Amazon Basics, I think now has a nice t-shirt line. Uh, the same pants. If I find a nice pair of pants right now, it's the Wrangler ATX brand in like black or charcoal black, something like that. Really nice. It's got like a side pocket. I really enjoy them. Um, the first start of those brands kind of are falling apart, but I get up. I know, you know, I wear the same pants and then the t-shirt and then my uniform keeps it simple. I'm not like, well, what t-shirt I'm going to wear? What, you know, which brand pants am I going to wear? You know, it's a uniform. Some places give you a little more uh, freedom on your choice. That's kind of why I'm 
speaking on it, but most places, you know, black pants, black shoes, and then they supply a, a shirt or a chef coat. I know some people, some places are going to be like, yo, like checks are ready to go, checks are what the standard is, but like out here in Vegas, it's different. It's black pants, black shoes, make sure everything's non-slip. Um, part of the thing is your morning routine. Make the least amount of decisions possible. That's what it is. I wake up, I get all my shit ready, and then I take my pre-workout, I go to the gym, and then I go to work and just get my day started after that. I don't have to make any decisions. It's already part of what I am, what I do, and how I'm about. So just make sure everything is just standardized, and that'll help you out in the long run. Yep. Chef Randy here is really good about it, going to the gym. He has a set schedule. He gives himself a little freedom on the weekend, whatever those days are. Uh, but I notice he's just adamant about the working out, being healthy, doing his thing. And when you get to a kitchen, right, you, if you're in charge of something or you, you got to handle your product and your inventory, to know where everything is is key in, in, in a kitchen, you know, from the line guy to the executive chef, if you're somewhere in between that and you don't know where everything is, that causes stress, frustration, right? Because when it when the shit hits the fan and it's middle of service and it's hot, you're moving, you're thinking, you got a lot of stuff going on, and now you need something from the from somewhere and you don't know where it is, that's added more stress, right? Get in there. Know where everything is, figure it out, mentally remember, take pictures, just get yourself into a, a routine, right? Come in, wash your hands, go to the cooler. Okay, I got this, 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 and this. Check in your deliveries, get with your warehouse, whatever it may be. Understand all your product, dry, good, dairy, freezer, all that. Know where everything is. And you can become the guy where somebody's like, hey, chef, I don't know where this is. And you can be like, I can see it from here. It's in the open your fucking eye section. That's not, that's not always like people don't always have that because I, I can tell you as a cook and not taking a, um, not taking control or taking uh, fuck drawing a blank, but just not having an idea of where my inventory is going is what my inventory is or any of that. And then I have to go look for something and I literally can't find it. And then I go and I ask the chef and the chef's like, dude, I know where it is. I put it there like an hour ago and he goes over there. And it's right in front of my face the whole time and I've missed it, right? But taking the time when it's slow and there it's pre-service, there's nothing going on to understand your product, I think is key. And that goes for your station. So another whole podcast is just going to be of cooks moving up into a sous chef level or management level. Um Knowing where things are in the kitchen is going to be a whole ball game advantage versus having somebody come else and come in and just stodge because they don't know where everything is. They don't know where anything is. They have to take that extra time to learn the landscape, learn how everything works. But if you're a cook and moving up, then you have that home field advantage. Home field advantage of knowing where everything is moving up to Sue. Everything is like even knowing where like how the whole stove works, even where the spoons are, even knowing where the pans are, 
knowing where the chives are. You know where everything is. It's just robotic at that point. You don't have to think about it, and it just gives you that home field advantage. Yep, just knowing your kitchen inside and out. You know, you like you dump some fries into a basket, and you drop your fry basket into the oil, and it's not it's not bubbling, but you know you turn it on earlier, and you don't know how to fix it. That's added stress. But if you know how to fix it, it's just calm. You open the door, you twist it to pilot, you push it. Maybe you have to reset it with the button underneath the fryer or underneath the dial three times, and then you do it with the pilot, turn the light on. Just knowing these things, I feel that will find a balance and kind of mindfulness in a kitchen. Like, oh my God, my oven's not working. What do I do? Or, oh my God, the burner's not working. What do I do? Check the gas line. Check to make sure it's plugged in. Part of a like the whole zen is just knowing your menu you know what i mean just everybody has to rotate everybody has to know what's going down on every station everybody has to know what ingredients are and what salads in the seafood towers and like the garmage guy should know how to make brussels sprouts that's just flat out how it should be. Garmage guy should know how to, to broil a steak. The broiler guy should know how to make a salad. Yep. Cross-training, cross-utilization. You know, if you don't know saute and you're on fry and the saute guy's in the shits. How can I help him out? Yeah. Like, I have a story where I was the fry guy and it got slow after happy hour was over. I was just doing like every once in a while I'd get like a cal- fried, fresh fried calamari. But the saute guy has gotten like seven scallops, two chickens, uh, a filet mignon with um, like a risotto, chicken, all kinds of stuff, right? And so to get him ahead, I would get a pan on my six burner on my side and I would sear off scallops for him. So all he had to do is really just kind of plate it up, maybe flash it. it, and that I knew how to do that. I understood the menu. I know how to sear a scallop, and I was able to just kind of, instead of like, oh my God, what do I do? What do you need help with? I knew what to do, and it was just it, it, second nature. It was I just went over and I did it. This whole, like, fuck that guy, that's not my job thing is just detrimental to the whole process. You know what I mean? Just, like, teamwork makes a dream work. I know that's cliche. I know that's bullshit, but it's really what it is. Teamwork makes a dream work, and you just got to make it happen. You got to just do whatever, because at the end of the day, the guest suffers. And if the guest suffers, that's not paying your bills. That's not paying your job. That means you're out of work. So at the end of the day, you have to see what the guest sees. And the guest doesn't give a shit if you don't like the saute guy. The guest doesn't give a shit if you don't like the broiler guy. The guest just wants his fucking food. And they just want to eat and they want to fucking leave. That's what it is. So help your guy out and make the guests happy. Yep. Knowing where your ingredients are, you know, making sure your ingredients are set the way you want them to be. If the if the morning shift utilizes a menu that uses the same protein throughout the, the evening and you don't like the way he sets his pans, spend a little extra time to reset your pans instead of getting frustrated, right? Yeah. You know, like if you like the salmon on the bottom drawer and the halibut on the top drawer or whatever it may be and or you like your fish with parchment paper between the the layers of fish just fix it don't get upset about it fix it make it the way you like it and go about your business there isn't any such thing as that's not my job that's flat out what it is yep and trying to change somebody else's ways to suit your needs is wrong too you're just gonna it's you're just gonna do it you just do it yes chef 
or I just, this is my station now. Thank you for, you know, the lunch service. See you later. I'm going to change everything. And, the you know, it, I'm, I'm just shrugging my shoulders. It just is what it is, right? There's no point in getting mad. It really isn't. Like, whatever. I mean, just, it's just food. It really is. At the end of the day, it's just food. You're just cooking. You're just making people happy. You're just cooking something. And it's not that big of a fucking deal. Yep, it is just cooking. But this is also easier said than done. Because I know I've come in on days where just shit just feeling the wrong way. Shit pisses me off. Like, just, you know, you're working on your station and somebody walks by, puts something down on the counter and it's like in your area and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, it's just somebody put a bowl down. Why am I getting upset? You gotta check yourself, right? You gotta like, should I leave this shit at the door? You know, is my finances a little frustrated? You know, it's, you know, you're gonna go to work to do something that ultimately affects the guests at the end of the day. Did John piss me off yesterday? That shouldn't be a key to where you're at right now. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. This is today. This is service. Leave everything at the door. I'm just saying, Jonathan, as a blanket term, we all know who's working behind the line. Yep. And and to piggyback on what I said about finances, right? Making smart decisions with your money. A lot of frustrating situations in life is because of money. You know, maybe you don't need to go get that extra dinner this week and maybe you can cook at home and save a few dollars. I don't know. This isn't a podcast about finances, but being squared away in all aspects of your life will help you to have a good squared away kitchen. You're not worried about it. You're not thinking about it. You're just in the moment working on tickets. You're not like, fuck, how am I going to pay rent this month? Fuck, how am I going to take out Jessica? Whatever, anything like that. Who's Jessica? I mean, is she somebody I need to know term. about? Jonathan, Jessica. Oh, oh, oh. Just a whole Jane blanket Doe? term. Yeah, Jane Doe. John Smith. Whatever. Oh, wait. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Okay. Just wait. I was just making sure. I don't know. Just, I don't give a shit what his or her name is. I don't give a shit who you're dating, who you're fucking. Just, I need that goddamn risotto. I need it in the window two minutes ago. The steak's dying in the window. Yes, chef. We chef. We chef. Hurt hard. Hard. Hurt hard. But that's just where we're at on this whole thing. Just zen mindfulness of just where everybody's at, who you're at, where you're at. Just making sure everybody's on the same page, doing the same thing, pushing out the same tickets. Yep. And... Getting a good night's sleep. You know, you're like, I'm going to stay up a little extra longer so I can get a 15, 20 more minutes of video games in or, you know, 30 more minutes with the boys at the bar or... The cooks are going out and we're going to have a couple rounds and then I'm going to be super hungover in the morning. That's happened to me on multiple occasions. It's not worth it. Go home. And I mean, I've actually had stories about this whole thing to where... Everybody hangs out at somebody's house and we all shoot the shit and we all get drunk and we just make things happen. And I've been like, hey, it's two in the morning. We got to be back at six. I'm going to bed. I'm going home. I'm going to bed. We're done here. And then everybody else is hung over in the morning, dragging their ass. And they've actually stopped and gave me a round of applause because, hey, Randy went home. Randy got a good night's sleep. Yeah. It's happened. It has. Making sure you remember to eat. Like just today, I was busy on the computer all day, plugging away, operating procedures for kitchens, um, ordering food, checking in inventory, 
building order guides, just whatever, all kinds of stuff on the computer. And I forgot to eat. And on my ride home, I was like, I'm fucking so hungry right now. I'm angry. It was really bad. It's not, I haven't gotten like that before in a, in a good minute, but it happens. And you can have this happen on the line. Food is fuel. Eat good food. Be mindful of when you're eating. Be mindful of when you're drinking water. Make smart decisions and have a little fun on the weekends. I know this is totally opposite of what the industry is like, especially line cooks, right? You smoke, drink, party, go to work, do it all over again, and you keep doing it and doing it. But if you're wanting to build your life, move up from a cook to a master cook or to like a cook one, cook two, cook three, uh, chef de parte, sous chef, whatever, whatever the brigadier system that you have in your area and you want to move up and you want to grow and you want to get better. These are the types of things that you should follow. Uh, You know, listen to the podcast, understand what we're talking about and kind of, you know, adapt it to your own life and your own situations. And I think it's it's a benefit to everybody to kind of have a little bit of balance between your life at home and your life at work and being mindful in the kitchen where everything is, what's going on, what the menu is. Do you understand the menu? Quiz yourself. You know, it's the steps to move up. So where I'm at on this whole thing is that I go to the gym five days a week and I work five days a week, but those don't interlock together. Um, Saturday is my Monday and I take off Saturday and Sunday from the gym. But Mondays I do chest tuesdays i do quads and calves thursdays i do back and tries uh thursdays are my saturdays and i go super heavy on deadlifts and sundays are my my sundays are fridays and i do shoulders and then i repeat the whole cycle on my saturdays i have a really good thai curry place that i go to and i get the same thing i get a duck penang you're welcome level 10 Thank you. I appreciate it. Best curry in town. I'm not going to say the name because we're not sponsored, but I go and get a duck panang curry level 10 and I just smash it after I do legs. And then on Fridays, my Sundays, I get a poke bowl from the same place that I've been getting it for three years. It's trash. It's just part of a whole routine that I do. Yeah, you're good about that. I'm not very good at that. I'm more like fall asleep at the last minute, wake up at the last minute, but I got my shit at work handled and I know what I'm doing. I know where everything is. And sometimes I don't make like I know where everything is to try to get my staff to figure out where everything is, but I know where everything is. I know what's coming in. I know where everything is. And, you know, you got to kind of play a little, play a little stupid when it comes to the kitchen with your, with your, uh, your underlings. We are both also single as hell, and that just makes our routines so much easier than most people because I know a lot of cooks and a lot of chefs have wives and kids and everything like that that drives so many different variables into what they do. So that's just my physical routine. I do the same thing day in, day out, and I just have that whole drive to make myself mentally better. If you can't do that, I'd love to hear how you do things. We would both love to hear how you do those things, even with wives and kids and everything like that. 
just hearing how you cope with your mental health would make this whole podcast the reason why we do things. Yeah, that's a whole nother ball game. I can't even process. Like, I mean, I I work ridiculous hours, and uh, when I am speaking with the opposite sex. It's a turnoff to them. They may not say it, right? They're thinking it because they're always like, oh my God, you're a chef. What's your favorite food? What do you like to cook? And then you tell them what hours you work and it's like, no thanks. When's your next day off? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I'm like, well, this month. Uh, you know, I got prep, I got inventory, I got to order, I got to order for the next thing, and then I got to come in and do prep, and then I got to organize, and I got to do costing, and then I got to do menu, and it shit's got to get done, and if it doesn't get done, then it piles up, and then my mindfulness is gone, and my balance is shit, and hey, it's just... what time do you get off? Oh... 1 a.m. Oh, never mind. I'm going to be asleep. Yeah, or like, what time do you get off? Oh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Exactly what it is. I don't know. When the job's done, when I'm finished cleaning, could be an hour, could be two, could be three. Oh, well, okay, I'm going to bed. I get off maybe midnight, but by the time I get home, it's 1 a.m. I'm trying to get my routine done so I can go home, go to sleep, and then get up, go to the gym, go to work, and by they just don't have any room in there. They want to have a drink at the bar and hang out and shoot the shit. And it's like, I just, I don't care. I don't have time. Yeah, I think, was it the other day? I worked from 10 a.m. and I was in charge of a party and fired the party, got it out. Actually, wait, no, it wasn't 10 a.m. Fuck, what am I thinking? It was 8 a.m. I got to work at 8 a.m., had a party of fire, had to get everything going. It was two menus. It was a one to five and then a five to seven. And then at eight o'clock, I went and was a uh, carver at another party till one fifteen in the morning. And then I had to come back to the office and finish emails and closing out the night. I didn't get home till I what was it two thirty that night or something yeah, like it was that. Two thirty. Yeah. So I was at work from eight a.m. till two thirty the next morning, and then I had to be back at ten a.m. So it's like life is uh, outside of work is hard to manage already. Adding in a, a partner. So I give you guys props out there who are doing it who have kids and they're in the industry, it's tough. And I on get top it. of that, it's just like, oh, my boyfriend's a chef. He can make me whatever I want, whenever I want. But then you get home from work and the last thing you want to do is make dinner. Yeah, the last thing I want to do is make a fucking short rib with fucking buttery mashed potatoes and chives or or a cacio e pepe or a... a Spaghetti carbonara. Yes, just, you know... Oh, I would like something fancy tonight. Uh, sorry. I'm tired. Yeah. I want to go to bed. You can heat up this burrito from the freezer. We'll show you the best place to eat, though. Absolutely. That's why I have my go-tos. Absolutely. Yeah. My go-to is Korean food. My go-to is anything Asian. Dude, that's what I like about you. Asian food. The flavor. I love it. It's so good. So So good. And we're not like, we're not just talking like Asian, Japanese we're talking just ch- Chinese, Japanese, sorry. Spectrum of like Islander to Filipino. Like Jollibee is my hands down favorite fried chicken. Jollibee beats anything ever. I have been doing French food my entire career, and all I want is some Jollibee spicy and a couple beers. I didn't know that about you. Have you tried their spaghetti? No, I haven't. I need to. I heard it's pretty good. I heard it is pretty good, too. I just, I love homemade Filipino spaghetti. 
when I have a cook that tells me, oh, I have a great recipe. And I'm just like, you should make it for me with the Portuguese sausage and the banana ketchup. And oh, I love that so much. Just so everybody knows, Chef Franny's a little little bent right now. He put away too many Glasses of beer and shots of Jameson and Jack. Come on, Portuguese sausage and egg spam and rice. Oh, you're talking about the spaghetti spam and subies, spam and subies, dude. Oh, that reminds me, I gotta get cash out tomorrow. We're doing a buyout because one of my sous chef's daughters is making it from scratch. Yeah, you get a what? Spam and subies. I gotta get cash out because she sells those things. Oh, you gotta take cash out of the ATM. Yeah, she does two for five. It's not bad. I'm gonna does, buy like Do you know if she puts them. mayonnaise under it? No, she doesn't. Little mayonnaise, little teriyaki. She sauce. does extra teriyaki. Dude, mayonnaise on between the rice and spam is key for a teriyaki glazed musubi. And if you guys think that's disgusting and you think I'm wrong, I uh I went and grow up in Hawaii, born and raised, so I fucking know. All right. Anyway, back to English. Uh, <laughs> Cue in Jonah Hill from War Dogs. Anyway. That's episode five or six. <laughs> no. So so I just want to say thank you guys for listening. I know, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, it was a bit of a rant. Kind of just going back and forth with Chef Randy here and just kind of giving us what we think can help find balance and mindfulness in the kitchen and in your life to allow you to grow in the in the culinary industry. Maybe you're a line cook moving up to a master cook or, or a sous chef to an executive sous chef, right? Maybe something we said can, you know, bring knowledge to you, enlightenment, maybe drive you or motivate you to do better. And I appreciate you all and thank you for joining. Good night chefs i had a lot of fun with this good night chefs get behind the burner get behind the burner we shall